through the window, sunny go sun is rising. There'll be another beautiful day. When I first saw you, your beauty so surprising. I knew San Diego, I was here to stay. I found my perfect city, the finest city anywhere. A city is not only pretty, but like my best friend has so much to share. Surfing in the ocean, trolley locomotion, Chargers, Padres, Aztecs, Gales, and Old Town's best margaritas. Seawards, playful dolphins, Shamu in his office. Organ concert, art museum, zoo. Oh, walk on the beach, that's the city where I will stay. Greetings, grandstanders! Welcome to another a post-inauguration edition of Grandstand Podcast. I hope everybody is... Uh, Staying safe out there. Hope you're not creating uh, too much of a ruckus, or maybe hope hope you are creating a lot of ruckus. Uh, P- Professor, uh, are you creating a ruckus? Are you gonna march? Are you? Did you do anything? Did you? Um, are you wearing a, a lewd T-shirt? Uh, sending any messages? Uh, did you? Did you go to Target and and make a poster board? Anything like that? I did. I just, I didn't have time to. I would have. I would have, but um. But you know, other things got in the way. I did see signs like uh, th- there's people in this neighborhood who are, uh, who are are marching. I think actually right right now it's about to begin, and they're well. <laughs> that's why, dude, because I'm sitting here. I have to record this. Oh. But they're but they're marching, um, starting here, like down down through Manhattan. The first of all, how are you, Professor? Good, good. How's everything over there? Uh, good, good. How are you? Uh, it's good. Uh, the world's still here. Hasn't really f- broken or fallen apart yet, um, thankfully. Uh, do you feel bad that you're not out there marching? I, I mean, it, it, should we should we should we even go down that rabbit hole? Is 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 marching uh, gonna change anything? I'm glad. I'm glad people are doing it. Um, Me too. But um, that I'm in here recording a podcast instead. Okay. Uh, I have been to many marches and I should be out there, but I, I'm glad I'm doing this too. I, this is my way of protesting. Uh, oh man, right now that you said, can I tell a funny story about, um, about a, a march or yeah. a, pro- a protest? Yes. Uh, so the, I don't know if it was the, it, it was a, one of the early protests that I ever attended was with, with Ralph, your brother and Fabi, mm-hmm. uh, your sister and, um, well, Ralphie and Fabi were put in charge of, of taking care of uh, uh, the old. He was actually my baseball coach too. One year, uh, uh, Raúl, you remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, so uh, do you know the story? I think so, but continue. Um, so, so the, we were watching the house, and um, and basically watching the house is just like I think I don't even know what I don't even remember if there was even dogs. I don't know what we we're watching. Um, but the family. You guys were probably hotboxing it like every day or something, huh? Yeah, but I'm not sure guys... what was the like. I don't know what 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 the Raul and his family went on vacation, and uh-huh. I'm not sure what our like what he wanted Ralph and Fabi to do. Um, but yeah, but yes, instead we were just we'd be in there and um, we, we were smoking, and then the plan was we were going to go to the there was a George W. Bush um, uh, war in Iraq protest going on, mm-hmm. and. Um, before doing that, we realized that the smell of the smoke was uh, was strong, and there was somebody coming over to the house who we got scared that oh man, she's gonna tell, she's gonna come in, smell that it smells like marijuana, she's gonna tell Raul like hey, I think there's there's smoke in here. So all of us were like, each one of us went into a room to grab some stuff to try to get find something to get rid of the smell, like like an air freshener. Uh, but Ralph figured, oh, I know what I can do. So while we're looking for air fresheners, he's in the living room with a Sharpie and he's, and he's waving the Sharpie, like just in, like as hard as he can, thinking that the smell of the, 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 it wasn't a Sharpie, it was like a, one of those like permanent markers, you know, that have that, that's with that strong, you know, ink smell. And so he's waving it around thinking that the smell of the ink will (laughs) will overpower the smell of the water. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then at one point he realizes in like at in one at one of the times that he that he swings, oh he looks at the wall and sees, oh my god, there is black ink marks all over the living room. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like like the like uh cat in the hat comes back. Oh dude, you can't It'd like be like episode three. You can't you couldn't write that story, man. It was so funny. And and so then the whole thing was like, oh my god, now and you have another problem. Now we have another problem. We ended up having to go to Lowe's to get like a goof off or something. Like we like asked around, asked people like, how do you get rid of permanent marker on a, on a new, oh, and a newly painted house. Like they had oh. just repainted the inside of the house. Um, so all that happened and we still, and we, but we still made the protest. I was going to say two questions. Did you get it off and did you make it to the protest? I uh, didn't really get it off and instead of more so just like scraped the paint off the wall <laughs> and, um, and, and try, like in trying to scrub it, we ended up just worsening the paint, <laughs> like scrubbing the paint off and, uh, but we did make the protest. Yes. So yes, uh, protests are good and they do serve a purpose. Uh, I've participated in Many, many, many protests, uh, but just n not today. And God, have have I reached like peak apathy, Professor? I hope uh, not. I don't think so. I think I think you you deeply care about what's going on and what's going on in the world. I do, but I feel like uh, I've reached. Well, maybe maybe through this conversation we'll we'll, we'll uh, get to a conclusion because I feel like these two these two topics are very closely connected for me and for the especially for the people of, of, of San Diego. Today we want to talk about uh, the departure, the leaving of the San Diego now LA superchargers. Uh, but we know we don't really want to talk about the kind of like the things that have kind of been have already been said um, or, or by by the experts or by the people who know kind of the inner workings of the of the politics of the of the thing of the politics that led to the move, we want to talk about more of the existential aspects of it. Um, so, Professor, let's talk about this quote by this uh, NFL official, or, or what was it? It was a uh, a San Diego reporter said that it was someone who works very closely with the NFL uh, told her this. And what was that? So in response to people being heartbroken over the Chargers leaving uh, leaving San Diego and, and people just kind of uh, people feeling betrayed by, by the Chargers and by the league, by the NFL, um, this person told, told the San Diego reporter, uh, the quote was, fans are merely props in TV images and pictures, uh, and they pay to be those props. <laughs> what does that mean, Professor? Well, I mean, I, don't, I guess we can depends on how we want to interpret it but you know it's as the as the spectators i mean our role is just to be the we're like extras we're we're extras in the film we're we're extras in this the nfl games are they're filmed they're shot they're broadcasted on television and our role as the as the grandstanders is to uh fill up those seats to um uh, enhance the the experience of the of how it's how it's being portrayed right we're part of the the performance and, and we're talking specifically about the grandstanders in the actual grandstand at, at the stadium, right? Yeah. So, it, you know, when that stadium looks full and it's rocking, that, that, that is a huge, very important part of the spectating experience as you sit in your couch on, and watch on your TV, correct? Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, but, and then the last part, the one you says that they pay, or we, we can say, you know, we pay to be those props. Yeah. Because the NFL doesn't make its money from the tickets that you buy every Sunday, they make their 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 cash comes from from the networks, right? Mm -hmm. From the contracts, the viewing rights, you know, the millions and millions of dollars that the the major networks pay to broadcast the game for you on uh, your television, and they. Those people, the broadcasters, make their money from the advertisers who sell us all the shit during the commercials. So it's 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 a highly lucrative thing. And some people argue that the major sports is the only thing that is keeping the the big four, CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox alive. 
uh, really that they've that's that's the only thing that keeps them going. So they will continue to invest millions and millions of dollars in in the viewing rights, the television rights. So as a grandstander, as a person who likes to attend games but not NFL games, uh, as a grandstander, I'm a, I don't I don't like that quote. I'm offended by it. But I understand that that's, as far as the NFL is concerned, that that's a probably very true in a way. Because, I, you know, that's not where the money comes from. So there's really no... So why does the NFL has no vested interest in protecting these civic institutions like a professional sports team in San Diego? They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't care about like the fact that it, it ripped a sim, a ripped a, a piece of, a, a piece of the fabric of this town of San Diego. Um, I asked you before the, before the episode, does it matter where the chargers play? I mean, if we just all watch them on the television, <laughs> right. It does I mean it does matter because even though we're just we can just watch them on the television it's it's more of that, you know, that's this the symbolic meaning of of who they're representing, you know, they they they're supposed to represent me, you know, and and my <coughs> my identity as a San Diegan. Yeah, even though I can still watch them on television no matter where they play if 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 they're not if their name is not the San Diego Chargers then then why should I care? Well, before we go down this way uh, route, what does that quote mean to you, Professor? Um, what well, I think, I think it's a, it's when I when I read it, I, I thought, I, I instantly thought, like, oh, I, it made me chuckle, and I thought, like, yeah, of course, like it's it's a good reminder, you know. And I think, I, uh, I think people, all of us as as, as sports fans, uh, let's let's not lose sight, let's not forget that we are engaging in a corporate spectacle uh, a profit-driven spectacle that that um that we're contributing to and 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 like we keep saying we've said multiple times on throughout the show i mean we're we are the marks so, like we are the the objective is how can they capture our emotions uh strongly enough for us to invest more money into the product um and so uh i i completely understand uh i totally you know, being heartbroken and feeling betrayed is is perfectly understandable when when you know the Chargers when the team leaves town, but um, but it's also not shocking. It's also something like it, it, it. We do have to remember, like, oh, that's right. This is a business, and and you know, it's it's um, what's what's the uh, what's the mob saying about uh, not personal, <coughs> strictly business? You know. Yeah, it's um, business, not personal. Yeah, and so. Um, what's the team that, 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 that means so much to you emotionally, the, the green team, right? Yes. Would you ever put it past Femix to screw over the people for profit? No, I, I think I'm constantly on guard for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it, it was, I like, I appreciate the quote because of its honesty and it's, and, and you know, it's, it's breaking the kayfabe. Like it's like, yeah, don't forget. The fans are, are merely props, and we can even think about how the the the, the performers are another part of the spectacle that's that's being ex, uh, exploited, like the actual players, but um, you know, and just in a completely different way. Doesn't this mirror kind of? Well, I'll speak for myself. To me, this mirror is kind of, and I said I use the word apathy to start the episode, but doesn't this kind of mirror, kind of what just happened? with the election of this new person, um, kind of like the, a breaking of the kayfabe, like, uh, of, of, you know, this guy who trolled us hardcore, like the ultimate troll. And it's kind of exposing the fact that it's all fake. It's, it's like, come on, let's, let's be real. This is these institutions, these sacred things that you thought would always remain the same. They're, it's just a one big joke, isn't it? Kind of like the same way the NFL is saying, "Like, come on, get real. We were never going to stay here." Do you yeah. get that feeling? Well, yeah. Like, I don't think it's from the NFL standpoint. I don't think it was, "Come on, get real. We were never going to stay here." I think, but I, yes, uh, your ultimate point that you're making, I completely agree. It is kind of like what you consider this sac this sacred relationship, like this this uh, what 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 the people felt was a sacred relationship with the team and with the NFL, um, 
you know, this like like the NFL makes these commercials about family. Like we're all like one big family, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's like if so. Maybe it wasn't in the NFL, but the Spanos. Maybe I was talking about oh, the oh, Spanos the Sp- family. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But but continue with the NFL and I see them as 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 being one and the same. But it was ultimately what I meant to say is is the Spanos. But continue. Oh well, right, and, and the Spanos as well. And so like whether it be the NFL making these commercials about we're all family, or the or the Spanos, the Chargers, you know. Um, putting out you know uh, promotional videos or whatever ads that 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 also allude to this idea of like all of us being this one big this community um if if you're falling for falling for that type of bullshit you know then then it's you know shame on us it's clearly one big work and and so events like this are 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 an obvious indicator of that like they're they're a reality check um that, that the, the the NFL would have rather stayed in San Diego. The Spanishes would have rather stayed in San Diego, but but like the mafia, it's 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 a mob, dude, and 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 they wanted to extort the city. Like they, you know, the getting money through a threat. That's like that's extortion, and that's what they were doing. They basically were saying, uh, "We will only you will only get to have us if, if you buy us this stadium." You know, like, right. um, and or at least if you pay this this absurd amount to contribute to it, help us pay for it, and that's mafia shit. The NFL is the mob. The new mob. and and yes, I agree. And the sugar lobby. Um, well, dude, I mean, with that, like, uh, uh, I was recently listening to um, Jay Leno. Which uh-huh. I which I didn't know like I don't know I, I guess still alive I, yeah um, and I was never like I've never been a Jay Leno fan I don't know were you uh, uh, yeah indifferent yeah same here like I just never you know really cared for him um, but then listening to him talk recently I was like oh wow like you forget that like he is a very talented comedian yeah, of you know you can only get to the that that height within any field and only uh-huh. you're extremely talented um, and. <clears throat> And in that, like, I forget how much, you know, he, he's been around. He's been around for a while because he was telling really cool stories um, about the mob, about the about back when the mob was was in was in showbiz, like when they were entrenched within show business. Um, and he was telling really cool stories about it. And, and the, the person interviewing him said, so he said, yeah, that's crazy that like back in the day, how much how much involvement the mafia had in in entertainment industry. He goes, is that still the case today? And Jay Leno goes, like, no, no, like, no, not anymore. And the the guy asked him, what happened? Like, what happened to the mob? Like, in, in entertainment industry, how what what made them go away? And Jay Leno goes, corporations. <laughs> you know, cor- he said corporations uh, were bigger, badder, and meaner, mm-hmm. and and essentially pushed them out. And now they are the new mob in the entertainment industry. Is is is, is you know, and so. That totally is is much like uh, what we're seeing here with the NFL. But in a way, it's is it does this? So the this uh, this repudiation or this 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 fuck you from the city of San Diego and 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 we we've gotten a lot of of props for for saying fuck you to the NFL, right? The city, mm-hmm. the 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 voters, and the the just the town for saying you know what, screw you if, if you're gonna. Ex- Try to extort us, then go to L.A. Fine, we don't need you, and I, I'm really, I'm proud of that. You know, grandstanders of 2016, San Diego uh, fans of San Diego. Yeah, but but isn't that? But it but <clears throat> at the same time, isn't this this an open acknowledgement of really how the world works? Power, greed, money, extortion—that's really how it works. And this just kind of once again exposed it, and that's. I feel like what's contributing to this apathy that I'm talking about. So I felt a long time ago that the Chargers were not going to leave. But then something occurred. I, I can't really remember what it is I read or what I saw, but it was it was more of like, and this is going to sound really corny, but it really was like a feeling thing, like seeing the writing on the wall, I guess, and putting all the pieces together and thinking, oh, shit, they really are going to leave. The same time when I realized, oh, shit, Trump is actually going to win. You know? Uh, I I I was I really had a feeling that that uh, that he was going to win, and uh, I, it was the same feeling of oh shit, like it doesn't matter anymore. We're just going to be just come out and 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 just 
call it like it is. The, the world is not the world that you thought it was or that you wished it was. And this is just yet another example. Um, I, I've reached, like uh, my colleague um, Umberto Fox, I've reached uh, peak apathy. <laughs> yeah. Not because I had faith in these institutions or anything, but because I really always held out hope that we could continue uh, the kayfabe. But I guess maybe the revolutionaries, the socialists, the communists, the anarchists, this is maybe the opening they need, right? Yeah, how so? If if it's like finally now out in the like it's it's straight up like oh I see th this is just this is this shit's corrupt and not only is it corrupt but it's completely um it's it's completely dysfunctional and it's not working and you know the fucking the 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 animals are running the zoo uh, who gives a shit like let's just you know like basically it'll it can create openings it, it's porous and right now it's it's ripe for taking right for, for the picking. For the new for revolution, for the, yes. for the new mob to come in, for the new mafia, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, what do Charger fans do? Do they have an obligation to the team? I mean, shouldn't you still turn on your television on Sundays next year and and watch Philip Rivers and the Chargers uh, uh, engage in in another season of football? I mean, what does it matter? You never went to the stadium. You watch them on TV. What does it matter that now they play in a different stadium? They're still wearing similar uniforms. Why not just keep rooting for them, Professor? Did you hear Ladanian Tomlinson? No. What, what did he, he say? He said exactly what you just said. Like he, just, or like he said, you know, it's still the Chargers, and it's not like they moved to another state. It's not like they moved. Like you, it, it's not like you would have to fly. Because he, oh, he's not even saying like you can still watch them on TV. He's saying. You can still like, drive. Like, up you can there. still drive up there, and I when I first read that, my my instant re uh, reaction to it was like, "Oh, how dare you, LT? <laughs> I can't believe you're saying this, dude!" Like, mm -hmm. um, and I and I, sh and I shared it with with our with a uh, with Lil Mo, our our diehard uh, mm -hmm. Charger fan cousin, and and um, and he had the exact same reactions. But like, it's another like another betrayal. Like, damn, mm -hmm. LT too now. That gets at something, the, the LT for me gets at something that we've discussed a lot here. And that is, LT is what you would traditionally in the past have called a mercenary, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. he, he, he's, he's from Texas. LT is from Texas. Yeah. And he went to school in Texas. But then ultimately, he's, he was a, a, to use a war metaphor, because I think it fits with the NFL. It fits with a lot of sports, not just the NFL. But um. You know, he was a he was a a coveted, talented mercenary that was you know by the rules of the NFL awarded to a place called San Diego, and he became legendary here. Uh, but but in you know and 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 in a way he he maybe established some roots here, and maybe he had a connection, and and we had a relationship to that to 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 LT, and and he endeared himself to us and us to him, and and but he. What is what are his other ties to San Diego besides the fact that he probably drove here from Poway once a week to Mission Valley to play, and the rest of the time, I mean, was did he really was LT able to become a true San Diegan and really speak from that perspective? He's just speaking solely from a mercenary perspective, isn't he? That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's the case with athletes, and that's what makes the thing about. That's why I keep asking this question about what are we rooting for, Professor? Are we rooting for uh, the San Diego Chargers, like that team that we were so endeared to, you and I, you know? Because uh, the team that you and I are endeared to is a, a different than the team that my uncle Lalo, who really was a big fan of the Dan Fouts era Chargers, because I'd say, you know, he, he didn't follow these Chargers because he says, no, I'm a Dan Fouts era Charger fan, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is really fascinating. So, like, I these players are the ones that I'm endeared to. Uh, and then, of course... By proxy, I'm endeared to the institution called the Chargers, and then ultimately to the idea of Chargers as San Diego and a symbol of San Diego. But what is it that I'm? What is it that I that I that I feel a link or a bond or a connection to? And I know it's ultimately the whole thing that comprises this idea of the Chargers. But is it my bond to the players, the institution, 
or to the relationship that I've created with this institution that represents, seemingly represents the city of San Diego. Yeah, no, and I, I think that's that's a question that varies by, by fan to fan. Yes. There, there's only one constant. There's only one. The, the common denominator is the city of San Diego. Like that's the, the city, and players are going to come and go, but San Diego will never leave. And and they could even change their name, and that would be weird. It mm-hmm. would it wouldn't be appreciated, but we can we can adjust to that eventually. But once you leave, like once you go to another city, then okay, then that's then that's <clears> that, that's to me that's the break. That is the end of the relationship. Does the name belong to the city? Even though the Chargers started in L.A., so yeah. it technically belongs to L.A. No, I don't. I don't think it belongs to the city. But um, it'd be nice if if the city got. If we could keep it, <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, that that'd be nice to to do. But no, I mean the name belongs to the it belongs to the owners. <laughs> they they ultimately can do whatever <laughs> they can do whatever they want with it. But um, but if they had, uh, but again, this is not this isn't a, this is about business. And and if it's a, if it's in their financial interest to keep that name, then we can't expect these businessmen to do what's quote unquote what's right. You know, right. And thank you for bringing it back to that, because that was my whole diatribe on the LT mercenaries. Uh, I mean, we've talked about that endlessly here, but uh, for me, there's always this going to be this existential disconnect when I when I spectate, because because I know that that ultimately, um, you, you know, the, the the I'm at the mercy of the corporation and what the corporation is going to give me as uh, as a as a tattered symbol of 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 something that is supposed to represent me and I'm supposed to rally around it. But I'm always like, I always keep my distance in that regard because, because precisely because I wouldn't blame half of the people that play on sports teams in San Diego. I wouldn't blame them if they could give two shits about the city of San Diego, because I wouldn't expect them to, because the only reason you ever develop a love affair with a city, with a place, with a thing, with a, with a human is by having a relationship and sharing in these common experiences. And if you're only going to be somewhere for two years because once your contract expires, you're going to ask for more money because you're going to become a player in a different team. And I don't blame anybody for, for taking that route. How could you ever create a bond? And how is, am I expected to create a bond to something that is always going to be so temporary? So then what am I rooting for? Am I, do I root for the, am I rooting for the Padres or am I rooting for, and I, I mean, I, I think I've beat this dead horse enough, but I, I still don't know, like, what left, Professor? Did the Chargers or did our activity on Sunday? Is that where we're mourning? Exactly. Couldn't we just tune in and watch on Sundays? And I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not going to. I didn't, too. I didn't, I didn't tune in, but are you going to tune in? Even out of curiosity, I think out of, like um, I think out of curiosity, I'm not going to be able to resist. I'm gonna, at least at least a little bit at the start, and, then, and I mean, but this is you know I, I see it as in a way you know kind of sometimes the relationships we have, um, and and sometimes they could be burdens, you know, like they could be, they they could be they could sometimes they're what hold us back, you know, and great point. And but but we're so deeply connected to to uh, this thing, these people, whatever it may be that that we have, you know, our our, our bonds are what give us, you know, give us so much uh, meaning and, and and fulfill us. At the same time, they're also what restrict us. Um, and and I've I've always as as I when I started considering the reality that the Chargers might leave, even though I never thought it would happen, but I did have the thoughts of like, well, what would that look like? In a way, my 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 thought was, well, that's cool. That that kind of opens up my Sundays a little bit more during the during the fall, um, and that's in a way that's kind of a liberating feeling. Um, I know I was talking to to my buddy Pete, diehard Charger fan, and and um, and he saw it as like, well, I've been meaning to check out more of the museums in New York. <laughs> you know, this is this is kind of a great opportunity now. Um, <laughs> Now it's time to to create new rituals. MLS. Um, be interesting to see if you can convert. I saw an article in the Voice of San Diego about how, uh, it's alluding to talking about uh, being the only prof- the Padres being the only professional sports team 
or major professional sports team in the city, um, like, will they be able, will they come in and fill that vacuum, that void? And I feel like they will, they will pick up some customers. Um, but I'd be curious to see what the MLS can do. This is a town where the weather's sublime, peaceful, easy feeling, most any old time. Sunset's breathtaking, there's so much to now that we're here, tell me what can we do? Let's catch the Padres at Petco, or Chargers that play at the queue. Visit the Midway, go surfing at midday, San Diego welcomes you. Let's take a trip across the harbor. Check out the Dell, see what's new. Come back to Balboa, you wonder about Noah. Did he spend some time at the zoo? Uh, Professor, is San Diego as a city, as a collection of citizens, does it lack in does it, does it lack in, in in a in a collectivistic approach in in a unifying thing that makes it feel powerful and strong and confident that maybe could have gone a long way to keeping the Chargers here? Well, before we delve deeper into that, just think about what you know what you just said in in saying in 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 talking about the possibilities of an MLS team filling that void. Mm -hmm. Um. Does, does that just feel more appropriate for the scope of what San Diego is and what it can handle? And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that that's another rabbit hole to go down? Um, yeah, well, we've we've argued that it is the MLS a sport, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to go back on that now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely more minor leagues, more more San Diego style. But I refuse to accept that about our fair city, Professor. What? I, that we are, we are minor leagues, that we're bush leagues, that we can't handle, that we're not, that we're not uh, cut out to handle the, the pressures of, of a more major league experience like uh, the NFL, and that's why these people left us, that we don't have the, the, the power as a civic collective unit to to lure uh, or to keep NFL, to lure architects to build great buildings, to have amazing public transport. I don't buy into that shit. But are you saying that the MLS is more fitting to our little sleepy town, uh, more provincial approach? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I th yeah, I think so. And and I don't, I wouldn't want to call San Diego minor leagues, but um, but it's more. Is there such thing as mid league? <laughs> Yeah, um, in in uh, in in the Premier League or in other leagues, they have like the the, the top league or the Premier League, and then they have like the the right. second division. Would we be we be second division, huh? We're Serie B, right? But 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 see, I think I think it's okay to be to not be you know Los Angeles. I think it's okay to not be New York. We we are what we are, and and. And, and I think we should own that and, and, and be proud of that. And, um, and it's, 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 I think it's a big reason why people love San Diego and, and why, you know, why we love it. And because, because it's not LA and because it's not New York. And sometimes you don't want to be going 110 miles per hour. Right. Cause that, that in and of itself can, can help to, it can help it can foster other things that you couldn't get in a, in a place that's going a hundred miles per hour. Exactly. Right. And, and those things, because maybe they're not so glamorous or, um, or not so, yeah, I guess glamorous. They, 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 they don't show up in the, in the scoreline, but they're very valuable and important nonetheless. Uh, professor, it was the people of the city of San Diego who elected or who chose with their bat, with their votes, to not allow for a downtown stadium, uh, those people tended to be the city of San Diego tends to be a very blue, very Democrat. Um, that the city, the the urban core, the people who got to vote, tends to lean more blue than red. 
And would you say that those people that lean more blue than red had like philosophical, political reasons for why they didn't want a downtown stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that was a major, a big reason why uh, Measure C, which was a it was a critical measure to move forward with the building of the new stadium in downtown. Um, the reason it didn't pass was because it didn't involve voters from East County and South County. Who are the, if we had to generalize or if just by looking, by, by making observations, uh, who, who do you think fills up Qualcomm on Sundays or who filled up Qualcomm on Sundays? Was it the people in the city, the urban core folk or who? Dude, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, um, I've went into, and if anyone listening can give us an answer to this, that would be awesome. Cause I've looked into this to try to find like, is there any, um, and I'm sure maybe, maybe, maybe these demographic, this type of demographic data exists, you know, internally, uh, within the NFL or within the chargers. But, um, but I, my efforts to find it, I, I, I didn't find anything, but so if we can just speculate, um, it doesn't seem like it's the urban core that fills up Qualcomm. It seems like it's East and South County, and um, um, at least that's just from from an observer's perspective. Uh, you you you've been to a Charger game more recently than I have. What, what would you say? Yeah, and then I, those are the people that I see with the jerseys on. Those are the see. Those are the people that I see. You know, the people who are who who are very sad and upset that they left. Um, and I feel for them, and and I'm sad and, and upset, but for different reasons. I'm sad because I think it would be like it would be like 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 knocking the downtown library over, you know, and just saying like, oh, you guys don't need a library, you know, you guys have little libraries, you guys have the Aztecs, you guys have other sports things to do, you know, fuck you, we're taking this, or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel this take, taking of the Chargers. I. I talk shit about the NFL. I, I talk shit about football, but it, it is very entertaining. And I, 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 I just, I, just because I don't like it personally, doesn't mean I don't want to defend it or stand up for it having stayed here. With that said, I don't think that a downtown stadium uh, would have been also in the best interest of the people who were going to Qualcomm every weekend, because it, I think it would have changed the dynamics of Charger fandom, Professor. Am I going out on a limb for saying that? Am I am I just pontificating now? No, no, I think that's it. And yeah, you've you've made a good comparison previously when we've talked um, to to Petco, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the, you and I have talked about how the baseball identifies more, or the the, the values, the symbols, the the the. The culture of baseball most more closely resembles kind of the 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 ethos and the values and the and the culture of of the city of San Diego. It it, it pairs better than say uh, NFL football game, but I would say that <clears throat> there's there's definitely that. But then I would go a step further and say that uh, the, the 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 voters, the people who approved a downtown stadium. This whole idea of, of of the downtown ballpark for the for the Padres was more, I think, uh, um, was 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 motivated by these feelings of this of this white white flight to the suburbs and now the white flight back into the into the urban core. It it was it was kind of like it was perfect timing. All the people were coming back into the urban core, and baseball was one of those symbols that kind of belonged in the city in the urban environment, just like all the other institutions that we're used to seeing in, in America. And baseball is one of those things, whether we're diehard fans or whether we know who the starting uh, third baseman for the Padres next year will be, it doesn't matter. We're still going to go because it's not so much that we care about the team. We care about the relationship to the idea of being at a ball game in the city. Um, what do you think of that? Yeah. Timing play, played a huge part in this and, you're right. Like I, I, I agree. I think I think part of the the issue was the Chargers' insistence on wanting to be in downtown, and the fact that the people voting on it were going to be people of the city of San Diego. You know, had the vote come down to the East and South County, I think they, they would have got what they what they the votes they needed. Um, but but ultimately, those they they didn't care. Like they don't care where the stadium is. I think they would have preferred it in in Mission Valley. Um, right. 
and then and then the, the next thing is is what you're what, what you're talking about i think that's a that's a really interesting point right would it completely would that then lead to a to a change in the you know in the culture of the fandom of of the chargers um yeah perhaps i mean a big part of, a big reason for for uh for building new stadiums is to build better suites you know Mm-hmm. They're the ones who bring in a lot of the money. Is mm-hmm. is, is is these suites for the for the upper class, um, and that's what Qualcomm lacked. That's why Phil Mickelson was really upset. You know, he's like, man, <laughs> you know, like the, the shame on the people of San Diego for not giving the Chargers the stadium they wanted because because the suites at Qualcomm were garbage. <laughs> the suites that he had to sit in. <laughs> And and in and if that new stadium were built in downtown, uh, what would it do to the t- would the ticket prices go even more up? Um, and would it potentially would you have more of the urban core uh, San Diegans going? Huh. Well, here's something to do on a Sunday: walk over or take the take the trolley over to the to the football game. And um, I don't know. Like I don't know if if, if I that, would if, say I would say that you would get some of those customers back. Yeah. And if you had them, that that further encourages other folks from that same bubble to be like, oh, I guess Charger games aren't so bad. Mm-hmm. Less less people with tube socks and dickies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because because once you change the way the house looks, the people inside start behaving differently, and now all of a sudden you have a completely different social experience than you would if you're playing at an old rickety stadium from the '60s. Yeah. What do you think? Oh yeah. And and wait and and oh and there's more IPA options here. Exactly. I could see myself doing this. On exactly. Now. And 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 like some really fancy gadget pops up from my seat, and all of a sudden this thing becomes way more interactive than it ever was before. Now all of a sudden I'm thinking, shit. Um, I was gonna go to the theater last night, but I'm gonna save those ninety bucks for the Charger game on Sunday because it's you know it's fun. NFL's fun. What would that do to that little Mo fan? Would they eventually price him out? I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> would they be gentrified out? Yeah. We asked this question: Can the grandstand be gentrified? Right. I say yes. Right, right, yeah. Um, it would be a shame. I sure I, uh, that that would have been sad. I mean, well, we don't have to worry about that happening now. But um, but it, it is very possible that would have happened, and and. And and perhaps part of this, the, the failure of keeping the Chargers in San Diego, I mean, I think it's an indictment on the Chargers, on the city, and so on, on, on lots of lots of uh, sectors of, of the community. But but it is also, I mean, if, if, it's no secret that the Spanos family lack the, the skill to effectively run a football organization. They're just not that good. And um, right. and had they done made a better effort to reach out to uh, the folks within the city of San Diego mm-hmm. to that urban core and just mm-hmm. made a, made a stronger effort to figure out who are these people? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, they're marks just as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, so how do we sell an idea to them? Um, mm-hmm. how do we attract them to, to this brand that is the charger mm-hmm. brand in the NFL? Had they done that more effectively? Uh, and, and, and they keep talking about how they've been working on the stadium for 15 years um, trying to get the stadium proposal right. done. So they had 15 years to appeal uh, to that demographic of the city, the demographic right. that ultimately turned down their proposal. Yes. Um, had they been better at doing that, maybe you'd have to deal with a big bull in your in your town ta- in your <laughs> in, in yes. your downtown. It's a lot more work to stay and work out the relationship than to just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm trading you for another girl, or uh, you know what, I'm just gonna get a facelift. I'm not gonna work out. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna fucking just go in and and do this quickly. Uh, um, instead of staying here to do the work. So the Chargers opting for beauty and youth, you know, how ironic that they're fucking going to L.A., right? They're leaving this, like, bumpkin little stadium for something for, like, you know, they're going to fucking L.A., the land of youth and beauty. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like this quick fix, like, bam, I'm out of here. I'm going to go, you know, it's like kind of like, I'm leaving you for someone younger and 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 prettier and and sexier and or and it, I also see it as like you know what it's just too much work to stay here with you and convince you that you need to follow me and love me and 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 do the some of that like you said right now I'm just I guess I'm reiterating what you said but you know what 
they would have had better success at fomenting something more meaningful here than looking like fucking idiots in L.A., which is what they're going to look like, I think. I know. Yeah, because when you talk about all the work that it, that, that would have been putting in that work, um, well, oof, they, they really, now, now they've really got uh, a lot of work on their plate to try to win over... Uh, a town that chews and spits out fucking beautiful people and things that are attractive all the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, they, yeah. And they've already experienced it. They've already, within hours of making the decision, they already experienced how ruthless the city is. So maybe there's a silver lining here. What's the thing I say all the time is uh, I'm very happy when my team wins, but I'm even happier when my rival loses, <laughs> when my arch nemesis loses. I, I really mean that, folks. I, I get more joy out of my rival, my ultimate rival, my 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 hated rival losing than I think I do from my team winning. Um, I know it's pretty fucking sick, but maybe maybe that'll be our new sport is to follow the Chargers, not just them failing as a team, but maybe as an institution in L.A. That's going to be maybe my new my new Sunday activity, Professor. Um, are the Chargers the perfect embodiment of San Diego, Professor? Talent, beauty but never had the fucking stuff to pull it off to take it to the next level. That's, that's a hard one to, maybe it's a hard one to come to terms with. Do you get that in New York? People make fun of our little city. No, not at all. You know, when I lived in San Francisco, they clowned on my fucking San Diego all the time. Like what, what's, what's the, uh, well, which, the first, the first, the first thing, which I think was what, which, I don't know how inaccurate it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whenever I, uh, when I lived there. But um, I feel like, like I said, the city has gotten more and more blue. But it was that we were conservative. Yeah. It was land of Republicans, you know, and that we were just a dinky little beach town that, you know, that we just needed to come to terms that we were a Navy town. And that's basically that was like as good as it was going to get. But you have a different experience. Yeah, because I think on the East Coast, uh, there's a less there, there's less of an understanding of of like more of the the nuances of California and, and each uh-huh. and each of its cities, mm-hmm. and and uh, and so all when they think San Diego, they just people out here just think beautiful, relaxed. Like they they think of where they would want to, but they think of a place that they would want to go to retire to. You know, um, and, 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 and it's funny that you say that with San Francisco, I, I, when I do meet people from the Bay area who moved to, so, I mean, that's also, we have to think about like, what are our powerful institutions? And it is, it's the Navy, but it's also our, our universities. Like people flock to UCSD, people flock to San Diego state from, from all over the country. That's a great point. I forgot, I forgot to, to, I forgot to, as I was preparing for this, I forgot to think of that, but you're absolutely right. Yes. And that's one of the, the, those are two of the institutions that draw a lot of people from the Bay Area or from Los Angeles down, down to San Diego. Um, so I've met a lot of people th- through that uh, from, from, from up north. And, um, and the, 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 their impression of San Diego seems to be mixed. But one that I have heard multiple times is, yeah, San Diego is is boring. Right? Like people who, are, who, come from, who grew up in Berkeley, people who grew up in, in, in Oakland. You know, who just see San Diego as like, eh, it lacks like, eh, ultimately what I gather is like it lacks vibrancy is what they're saying, you know, um, uh, and, and so, and so there, there, there is, there is that. So if, if you're looking for like, you know, more city like vibrancy, um, then San Diego is just not it. And, 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 and that's okay. You know, I think it is okay. There, there's plenty of, plenty of people who aren't looking for that. It is okay. And, and we need to, I think, when we think of urban and city, we need to not have such a narrow definition in our minds of what that looks like, you know? Right. It's, it's, it can't all be New York. New York is very unique in the world, you know? Uh, um, Chicago is very unique. And, and you know, it, to, to try to recreate that, to make a, a, a mini clone of that is what I think is such bullshit. You have to work with what you have, right? So to me, it's insulting when I see... When I see things in, in my city that I love so much that remind me of something I read in some fucking journal magazine paper about something that happened in Brooklyn six months ago, 
you know? Right, right. I'm like, we're not Brooklyn, you know? We're San Diego. I think the thing that people miss that when they talk about San Diego is that most of them see kind of the facade and the outside of it. But if you are fortunate enough to get past the gate and welcomed into the holiest, sacredest of places in that, 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 uh, that is the, the embodiment, the, 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 the life source from which uh, San Diego Civic Pride springs from, and that is the backyard and the barbecue, the carne asada pit. If you get welcomed into that world of San Diego, then you see the vibrancy and that beauty that people tend to miss if they just tour downtown and go to a couple of our bars that are horrible copies of copies of copies of something that occurred in Brooklyn eight months ago. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's an energy, right? Yes. And, 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 that... when you, and when you punch through it and you meet those old-time San Diegans, and when I talk about San Diegans, I'm talking about like white, brown, black, all of them. They're all, if you put them all together, they have a very common... They have a, a very common approach to life and living, and um, it's very beautiful. What were you going to say? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's San Diego has the reason people, uh, so, you know, I mentioned some people say, well, they, they, they like it, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not, maybe it's not fast enough. There's not enough going on for them. But then mm-hmm. you have the other folks who, when, when, when San Diego comes up, their reaction to it is, it's like they're like mesmerized by it. Like it's just this like they're enchanted by it. Um, mm. And I think the reason for it, it's it's something that we we can't describe it in words. Like it's not it's, but there is every place, every environment has its just it has its unique energy. That is is sometimes it's hard to put your finger on what it, how to exactly describe it. But it just has it, and you can just feel it. Like you remember, remember when you came up up you you came and visited, and you know like yes, the, the, my neighborhood has a certain yes. energy about it. Yes, yes, um, that yes. is just unique. And and the same way your neighborhood has a certain mm-hmm. energy about it that is just unique. Um, San Diego's energy is, is a really nice one. Like it's just one that yes. is you you yes. won't find anywhere else, and it's just it's just beautiful. It feels good. And um, and I think when when you say the backyard is is. That I think the, the the backyard barbecue is really where that energy is captured. It's outside. It's the sun. It's it's chill. Yeah, <laughs> San Diegans don't want to live in a high rise. Right. You know. Right. That's, San Diegans are not made for that. Uh, they look pretty. They look really urban. But they're that's not that's not what San Diego living is about. You, but you need a Virgil. You need a, somebody to walk you through the circles to get to that place where you find the barbecue and you find that energy. Another thing that is, is well, is that ultimately, Professor, what keeps us from going to the Charger game on Sunday? The backyard barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <sighs> we're all watching. We're all fucking watching. But we're all watching and making carne asada while we're watching. Yeah. I mean, c- consider this, dude. It's not because what one argument that people give is is winning. It's like, well, if the teams win, people will go. The Chargers, since like what was two thousand five or six or so, the, the Chargers have went on a long run where where yeah, they they, they have been they've been the most they are the best team in California. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think that that doesn't add up. Like that argument it, it does does. We can't say that that it's because they they lack winning. Of course, there have been losing seasons in there, and, and there's always the, the 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 loss at the very end. You know, like good mm-hmm. season and then and then blow it at some point. Like mm-hmm. same way Trevor Hoffman for the Padres. <laughs> so so it, it isn't that. I think it is more. I think it's more like what you're talking about here. With when you think about that, if if it's if it's the the backyard barbecue and that type of energy that goes on there, that really is what captures. What is San Diego? The culture of San Diego. In in a way, and this is something I guess we'll have to think through. But like, uh, I think the Padres, the Padres exemplify that more. Baseball, maybe it is. Yes. Than than the yes. Chargers in football do. Yes. And I think the I think soccer has potential to be that as well. Yes. And I think also, San Diego soccer wise has a tradition of of being champions they are the one professional team that has given us fucking like 
eight in a row championships, you know? Granted, it was indoor soccer, but it was still a professional sports team. Yeah. I mean, the, the San Diego Soccers are the Yankees of the indoor soccer uh, professional league, you know? <laughs> they are. I know, and, this is funny. And I'm just saying... <laughs> I just say maybe it's a blessing in disguise that these guys finally left town and maybe because we were never given another choice. We don't have a basketball team, you know. Um we don't have any other professionals. I mean, we had we had the basically a sport for the winter and a sport for the for the spring and summer, right? We never had an opportunity to endear ourselves to something else. So maybe Maybe the Chargers, because it was our only choice, maybe we, we, we were falsely led to believe that that's the thing that we needed to circle the wagons around and, and protect and, and be proud for. But maybe that's not what we were meant for. Maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's MLS soccer glory in our future. What do you think, Professor? Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. And going back to what was, we mentioned earlier, I mean, I think it fits San Diego a lot better. Then the, the, the next question will be, you know, so if, if the Chargers effectively were able to get East and South County on board, the way that this MLS, San Diego MLS team is branded and the way that it's put together, um, they're going to have to be very mindful of, you know, of, of what... And it doesn't become uh, the team that represents South Park? Exactly. Yeah. And which which I think is, is what's going to happen. And I'm really afraid of that. Yeah. but Because yeah. then I'll fucking... Well, I, it'll, it'll be hard for me to attend and root, you know? Yeah, but, uh, may, but 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 if you can if if you can effectively if if they can it, that it's gonna have to have that that element within yes it. absolutely but if you can still bring in if if you can properly add the other another essential part of of what makes San Diego which is which is the the, the Mexican culture uh -huh. if you can bring those two together well. Um, and, 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 and whatever that means is, is probably really subjective. Like what well means to us is probably not what it means to <laughs> other people, but, um, but, but yeah, well, I guess it'll just, it'll be interesting to see how they go about doing that. You know, and, and there's a lot of potential in North County too. Those, those folks, I could see them getting on board. So you got to bring in the, you got to bring in the surf community, the South Park, uh, dog wash community and the Mexicanos, uh, that make the burritos. Right. Sorry, East County. Oh yeah, uh, and um, the East County and their quads. <laughs> Dude, uh, but what what about this? So it may maybe, you know, this could be, you know, the, the the leaving of the NFL is just us being ahead of the curve. Like we we just that's what I'm thinking. Right? It's it's a catalyst. Yes. Right. Thank you for saying that, Professor. And it's and it's and I think that's kind of how people are seeing it. Like, wow, good for San Diego. This sets an example for other cities now who the NFL is going to try to extort. So, so we might be ahead of it, and then we're going to bring in soccer, which is also like, as we've talked about before, may, the future of this country is is soccer eventually one day being the the uh, uh, being uh, the bigger sport over over NFL football's NFL you know starts is it's it's going to be a slow one, but we're already starting to see the the, the decline. Um, what if we let's let's go all the way, dude? And if we're going to be ahead of the curve, let's let's look to bring in an NBA team. And let's be the first city in 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 the NBA to have an outdoor uh, basketball. <laughs> I love it. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't we be perfect for that gimmick? I love it. Why not, dude? Why dude. not? I mean, at least a retractable roof. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can for the dew and stuff. Yeah, but that would be. I'm sure scientists could work on 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 the floor that would like repel the dew. <laughs> like the, the sea, this the marine layer, right? Oh, did we have we have the perfect we we can bring in those experts from local because we have those universities. Yeah. Another thing San Diego has that is very unique and special, and I think puts it above uh, cities that I think it's constantly competing with. It. I feel like San Diego, Denver, Portland, and Austin are kind of uh, they're like the they're like the four cities that I most the most resemble each other in in the fact that they're really fucking cool cities, really awesome, very it's very vibrant, but they're not major league cities, right? But right. I think having an NBA outdoor stadium with uh, a floor that repels the marine layer, um, and a MLS team that wins championships, 
the the NFL will be like we will have forgotten that we were once upset that the NFL left. Yeah. And and with that said, let's just bring the Clippers back and let's do one on LA. Oh, dude. You know. Oh my that's god, that's really is a great. On. Wow. You know, honestly, the Clippers I started here. I don't think any maybe maybe people maybe we're 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 saying stuff that's already, I throwing out ideas that have already been thrown out, but this might be the first time the idea of of bringing back the NBA with the Clippers in an outdoor NBA uh, on a, in an outdoor NBA court. I don't. I might be. Maybe we're crazy right now, but that to me sounds like a really brilliant idea. Professor, you know who Jack Murphy is? Yeah. Jack Murphy was the sports writer that was responsible for rigging the Chargers and the Padres here. So let's be the Jack Murphy of the bringing the Clippers here. And bringing the MLS, well, the MLS is coming here. I think that's that's inevitable. That's just a matter of time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's appeal to this uh, to these to these four groups that we want to incorporate, and let's uh, let's become the Jack Murphy of bringing the Clippers here at Clay Park. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, you know what? I'm into that. I am too, man. Uh, yeah. I I I I would be into following an NBA team. Oh, immediately. I'm, I'm ready. I, I want, I'm ready for. It. I want a reason to follow the NBA, and the only yes. thing that stops me from it is like I can't. Like I just can't. Like uh, I even as a kid I was a Knicks fan, but um, they're just not. I would all I would always be an outsider within that fan base. It just would never feel genuine, you know. So if the only way I can get behind an NBA team would be if it's a San Diego, yeah, Clippers. You know, San Diego, Cuervos, whatever. Cuervos. Bring back the Clippers, man. Bring back the Clippers. Let's do one to L.A. Um, they probably are not going to miss them because they have the Lakers. But what the fuck? Let's bring them back, right? Uh, let's give them a little dose of their... Even though I don't think L.A. has anything to do with this. Um, but I propose I propose we follow uh, our little bumpkin, Dean uh, Spanos, and... Um, and and if they if they if they succeed in LA, we can we can claim it as our own. San Diego is used to that, anyways, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and and let's and let's not forget, Dean Spanos isn't San Diego. Dean Spanos, he's Stockton. Oh, that's right. So San Diego isn't a bunch of pumpkins. Uh, the Spanos family is, and they and they ran the team like a bunch of pumpkins. Do you know who you, you, I've told you about? Saint Didicus, the patron saint of. Uh, of the of the namesake of this town of San Diego, he was uh, he was a uh, he would convalesce. He would help people heal from from illness, and a few miracles have been attributed to um, to this to Saint Didicus, a Spanish saint, Franciscan monk who supposedly uh, healed people uh, on several different occasions and was canonized. Um, do, do do you believe in 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 name as destiny, Professor? Yeah, our patron saint is a saint who was recognized and known for uh, helping people convalesce and heal and get back to living. And I wonder about San Diego. I have my own personal story because this is a narrative that I've followed for my whole entire sports spectating life as a San Diegan, and that is that. I'm convinced that if you come to San Diego, you will experience success whenever you leave here and you go elsewhere. Something that's part of the magic and mystique of this town, that you come and you get healed here, you convalesce here, and then you're ready for living again, uh, ready for life again. And, and that's, that's what we are. And I have an example, millions of examples, but the one that I like to cite the most is one that is, is close to my heart because... Um, Remember last World Cup cycle, Professor? Mexico almost didn't make it to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before, when, when Pio Herrera, the, the, the head coach that took him to Brazil, um, when he took over, where was their first game, Professor? At Qualcomm? Yes, sir. Who did they play? Like, I don't remember. Finland. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they won 4-2. to two. Yeah. And I remember going there and writing a piece about I actually, I did a paper on it. Um, it was about um, 
how this was going to be the beginning of the con they were going to con they're going to come to San Diego because everything that passes through San Diego heals and is ready for ready for renewal and for a restart and they won 4-2 and they didn't lose a game until they lost to Holland in that no era penal bullshit game but it started here and so many things have started here and they become big elsewhere but if you ever want to trip out on anything just 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 pick a random sports figure and look at the Wikipedia page and they will have uh, if at some point you're going to after searching three or four names you're going to come to a person you're going to come to one that is going to have a tie to San Diego worked here lived here uh, started here etc cetera, etc cetera. Saint Didicus man I love that Yeah uh, that's all I have professor unless you have anything else you want to add uh, I think we've 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 essentially said uh, good riddance, goodbye Chargers. This episode's uh, dedicated to all those fans who, who are still mourning the loss of the team. I, I certainly empathize, and, and it, it must be a sh- shitty feeling right now. But um, it's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If, if I have to believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel after this fucking whatever the thing we have in office right now, um, I, I'm feeling less apathetic, Professor. I'm feeling I'm, I'm really excited about starting our campaign to bring the Clippers back to an outdoor stadium with wood that repels marine layer. <laughs> Me too. Let's let's do this for little Mo, man. He's a he's a huge Clippers fan. Do it, dude. Let's bring him home to Clippers. Let's do it. Like Mayor Faulkner said, man, uh, the, the San Diego didn't lose the Chargers. The Chargers lost San Diego. Right? We are leaders. We've said no to the NFL. Yeah. So that's it, folks. Dedicating this again to those fans, specifically to. Uh, to our cousin, uh, diehard Charger fan, Lil Mo, who um, who's going to be a father. Congratulations, Lil Mo. Um, that's it. We're out. Get to work, cabrones. Sabe quién soy más a gusto gasto el día.